Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Independent thoughts. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. Quiet. 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 Sir, do you believe your tweets and words can be intimidating? I don't think so at all. Oh, why would anybody ask that today? Right? Well, because Marie Yovanovitch, the former ambassador in the Ukraine, the ousted ambassador, was doing her testifying today in Adam Schiff's Schiff show, as I call it. Uh, and during the middle of it, Adam Schiff, remember him? Right? We're just talking about him. Decides to let her know that Trump had tweeted. Testifying, the president is attacking you on Twitter. Um, and I'd like to give you a chance to respond. I'll read part of one of his tweets. Everywhere Marie Yovanovitch went turned bad. She started off in Somalia. How did that go? Uh, he goes on to say uh, later in the tweet, is a U.S. president's absolute right to appoint ambassadors? Which it is, but then they've got to be confirmed uh, through Congress. They have their say in this. So he, he goes out and he says that. Right. Which you didn't need to do. But Trump tweeted out something was silly. First of all, I don't care how crazy of a, of a Trump supporter you are or you aren't. If you think that the reason that the Somalia was a mess or that the Ukraine was corrupt was because of her, you're fooling yourself. It's idiotic to think that. Secondly, the reason simple. He wants to make everybody know, look what she's doing. Look what he's doing. What effect do you think that has on other witnesses willingness to come forward and expose wrongdoing. Well, uh, it's very intimidating. Yeah. It's the game. Nothing changed today. Everything we thought we knew was just simply repeated. Right? I mean, there was no groundbreaking thing. You've had three people speak so far. And out of that... Bill Taylor was good. You know, George Kent really didn't add a ton to it. He actually helped uh, Trump, I guess, as much. And I don't think any of these people are doing anything other than telling a story. I don't think they're lying. I don't think they're never Trumpers. She was actually asked about impeachment today, which I thought was just bizarre. But, you know, when in this never Trumper world, where if you don't like Trump, you're either for Trump or against Trump. There is no middle ground. You can't look and say, I don't agree with that. Because I mean, you don't agree with something. He comes out and he attacks you. And then you're an evil, bad, 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 bad person. But she was asked about impeachment because that was one of the things going around that she was talking about impeachment. Also untrue are unsourced allegations that I told unidentified embassy employees or Ukrainian officials that President Trump's orders should be ignored because he was going to be impeached or for any other reason. I did not, and I would not say such a thing. But that's what you're going to get. Because on top of everything else that's going on, right? On top of all of this stuff, it's not whether or not the facts are real or not. It's a sales job to the American people. And you're not selling Trump supporters that he needs to, that they need to abandon him because he's done something wrong. There's no doubt in my mind that 
he was looking for dirt and he was using, you know, a, the potential threat of something which never came to be. There's no doubt in my mind for any of that stuff. Does it rise to that level? If it would have been held back and never given it to him and then it would have been discovered, yeah, you probably could have looked at something. He's got a Rudy problem. That's for damn sure. And we'll talk more about that later. But yeah, there's no doubt that, that, that there's some issues here. And if you don't have issues, that's insane. But does it rise to the level we're going to have a removal? It's not up to me, right? If you want to remove the president, the way you do that is by getting people that voted for the president, still support the president, to put pressure on people in the Senate to the point where you say, if you do not remove him, we will remove you. See, the people that want Trump gone don't vote for the Mitch McConnells of the world, so it doesn't matter. You need the people that would vote for the Mitch McConnells of the world to say, I'm not going to vote for you anymore unless you do the right thing here. And Mitch will do whatever you tell him to do because Mitch doesn't want to lose his place. They like their power. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. With all of that being said, then on top of that today... Something else happened. Something else happened big time with Roger Stone. You remember him? Yeah. Well, guess what? Roger Stone's going to jail. He was convicted on all seven counts. He faces up to 50 years in prison. This was all for the Mueller investigation, WikiLeaks in Russia, that included witness tampering, Obstruction of justice, lying under oath, amongst many other things. And now he does face up to 50 years. Does it mean he's going to get 50 years? Probably not. Will he spend the rest of his life in jail? Probably not. Uh, but could he? Could I see him getting five or ten years? Yeah, I think that's real. But then there's that other thing about... This and what's happened before with some people with Trump. It was a pretty easy case for prosecutors to prove that he was lying, that he was trying to obstruct, that he was trying to interfere with a witness testifying. And it seems that they had just kind of hoped that maybe they'd get one juror and they could hang the jury. And now you have to believe that based on the lack of defense he presented, based on the type of defense he presented, based on the fact that he didn't enter into any kind of plea deal, etc., that he's hoping for a pardon. Yeah, that's what he's hoping for. I don't think Trump will do it. Trump has a lot of people that are around him that are sitting in jail right now, and that should be disturbing for everybody. Just like, I'll be honest, not a fan of the Clintons, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I will say this. There's a lot of people in their lives who have met a untimely end that you would say to yourself, well, that's unfortunate. They've had more tragedy than the Kennedys. So... But this is the first one where you look and you say, there's an issue here. I saw a great tweet today. Somebody said, finally, Nixon's going to jail. And the reason they say that, if you haven't seen, uh, Roger Stone has a massive Nixon tattoo on his back. So 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at us. Love hearing from every single one of you. I do. So much stuff to get to today. We've got a ton of it. That includes, kids, a fight. At a football game last night that the NFL wish never happened. 
more than you realize. It is that ugly. We're going to talk about that. Talk about the shooting took place yesterday. How good your credit score? What makes it good or bad? Hulu raising prices. Man, we're just getting started. Text the program 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show's your Twitter. This is the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. 92.3 FM. 1% of people who go out on cruise ships are lost at sea. I'm sorry, Wilson. Just saying. Wilson, I'm sorry. We haven't lost anyone. Wilson! Yet. The Chad Benson Show. Do you? Yeah, you. No remarkable Valley teacher deserving of a $2,500 check. Just text teacher to 411923 and nominate a teacher today for pay tribute to a teacher presented by your Valley Toyota dealers. That's teacher to 411923. It's pay tribute to a teacher presented by your Valley Toyota dealers. Aftermath of yesterday's shooting. More than just a tough day. The questions are now swirling. What happened where do people go from here? Because it's still a mystery of why he did what he did. Including the shooter, six people here were hit by gunfire, and sheriff's detectives say they believe six bullets were fired. The shooter even cleared a jam in the middle of the shooting. L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva says clearly the boy was experienced with guns. The actual targets were at random. There's no relationship that we can tell from the suspect and the victims. Detectives here say an Instagram account they thought belonged to the boy does not. It was a hoax account set up by somebody in another country. Yeah, which is ugly and awful. And uh, still, they're in a situation where they're not quite sure what happened, why he did what he did. One of the things they talk about is the fact that he lost his father uh, uh, not too long ago. We know the alleged shooter's father died about two years ago of a heart attack. If that played a role in his son's downward spiral isn't clear. Detectives say they're working on a motive. They say it took only 16 seconds for the boy to pull out the gun, shoot his victims, and then shoot himself. Yeah. So, I have news for you. I lost my dad when I was 16. So, when I was 16 years old, my father died. Just died. Dropped dead. At no point did I ever entertain the idea of, hey, you know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to shoot. I'm going to go to school and shoot, shoot a bunch of people. I had access to guns. I was talking to my friend today in California who lives about a half a block from there. His father also died when he was 16, and he said the exact same thing. There has to be more to it. Will we ever find out what's his condition like? Don't know. Don't know. Three two three. 538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Flu season here, big time. Big time. Currently about 300 cases so far reported this season. Normally it goes through April, starts mid-October, goes all the way through April. Uh, most cases, though, January through March. That's the big, big time. And, you know, who 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 gets sick? It's kids, right? Because they're a Petri dish. 5 to 18, Right? And then you've got the older generation. By that, I mean, you know, 19 to my age, 49. I'm 48. But, you know, you got to make sure you take care of yourself. And you can only do so much. 
And that's always the debate. Should you get a shot or shouldn't you get a shot? I think it depends on who you are. How healthy are you? Right? It's not 100% that it's going to work, but how healthy are you? But you should always be, be, you know, be prepared. And if you've got young kids, absolutely. If you work with people who are older, have immune systems that are compromised, of course. Try to do all you possibly can. But the flu is real, and it ain't going anywhere anytime soon. And right here, we're, we're experiencing it. Absolutely. But is it going to be that bad? And this is one of those things where, you know, we're, we're, before this, we're talking about guns and schools, and the whole nine yards, and, and it's political. But then you look at how many people died last year because of the flu. Nothing. You hear nothing about it. Why? Because there's no politics, right? There's no politics in the flu. Like, everybody hates the flu. Nobody's like, I'm totally pro-flu. Like, this is a good thing. The flu is a solid thing to do. No, nobody's pro-flu. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. You can tweet at us. Love hearing from each and every one of you. I'm pro credit score and keeping your credit good. What about your income and your credit? The more you make, the better your credit score, right? Well, maybe not. Income and credit scores often don't go together. Creditcards.com analyst Ted Rossman says where you live may have something to do with it. South Dakota, Montana, Wisconsin, Maine, and Vermont, states where the median income is middle of the pack or lower. And yet people have really good credit scores. Scores tended to be lower in places like California or Washington, D.C., where incomes are higher. But then again, so is the cost of living. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people, you got to understand, it, it, it's not just your income, it's debt-to-income ratio also plays into it. You make three hundred grand a year, but you've got a $500,000 lifestyle, that means nothing, right? You make one hundred fifty grand a year, and they look at your, your, you know, you may not have any credit. Like for me, I have no credit cards. I have one little credit card. I'm not a debt guy. I have a car payment, I have a, a, my, and my house payment is super uber cheap. I don't carry any debt. I just don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't like debt. And a lot of people, they, they, they're fine with that. You know, they, they, they live beyond their means. Sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes people just like living beyond their means. So it's not just how much you make. It's how much you spend. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. If you didn't see it, we're going to talk about it. It was insane last night. Punishments have been handed out in a fight that was just nuts between the Browns and the Steelers. Oh, yeah. It's the Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Got that sniffling, sneezing, stuffy head thing going on? Time for your daily dose of vitamin chat. Also untrue are unsourced allegations that I told unidentified embassy employees or Ukrainian officials that President Trump's orders should be ignored because he was going to be impeached, or for any other reason. I did not, and I would not say such a thing. Maria Yovanovitch, former Ukrainian ambassador today. Not a lot, bombshell-wise. In fact, the, the bombshell, in some ways, uh, while a stupid thing that Trump did, and we talked about it earlier with the tweet, though, was pretty manufactured in the sense that, you know, you had Schiff read out a tweet that he tweeted during the middle of the thing, and uh, it, it's stupid. Uh, I don't think we learned anything new. And but it's again, you're going to hear a lot of this, the discussions of the talking heads. We kind of know where this is going. But so far, as far as like the key things and Sondland will be the last real big roll of the dice that they're going to have with the people they have scheduled. 
that may or may not tip as far as they're concerned the the public sentiment to I can't be bothered to oh he needs to go oh he needs to go we're not there yet not there yet I can look at this and say I see a lot of stuff that I don't like I can look at this and say he's got issues I don't like a lot of this stuff. And we talked about it earlier. Rudy Rudy Giuliani and all this. I can look at all of those things. But the people aren't there. And until the people gets there, you know, you've got to have the people. Go look at Nixon. Go look at the impeachment. It wasn't until the public decided that he had to go that it actually happened. It wasn't until then. They would have stayed the course if it would have been... Yeah, 50-50, but it wasn't it got to that point when the 60s and 70s that they said, all right, he's got to go. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. Last night, insanity to say the least. Ten seconds left in the game. Game is over. Hated rivals of, of each other, you know, just kind of this 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 crazy steel rust belt kind of uh, get the Steelers and the Browns. Browns have always been that just that useless, you know, redhead stepchild of of the AFC and and especially next to yeah, the steel curtain. End of the game. Game's over. Ugliness ensues. And he takes the snap with 14 seconds to go, and he got hit again. He flares it out. Edmonds catches it. Richardson chases him. Boris now gets in there and knocks him out. And there's a brawl going down inside the 10-yard line. Mason Rudolph and Larry Ogunjobi are going down, and the Steelers are kicking Ogunjobi in the head, and the benchers are coming off the field. Both sides are coming off the field. Marquise Pouncey was kicking Ogunjobi in the head. Well, I think he'll have next weekend off. Yeah, he has more than next weekend off. Pouncey got three games for the attacking of Ogunjobi. Kicking the head, and Ogojobi got one for his part in the melee. Mason Rudolph got none. Who's Mason Rudolph? Well, if you don't know who he is, he's the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Why is he important? Because the thing that they weren't talking about there was Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. By all accounts, a pretty decent guy. He's had some late hits. He's had some issues, but... You know, off the field, he seems to be a pretty good guy. On the field, uh, it's a tough rumble game. Uh, It can get ugly at times, but he's not been suspended for dirty play and things of that nature. But last night, he lost the plot, to say the least, and it has now cost him. And it hasn't cost him a few games. It has cost him indefinite suspension. That's right. Indefinite suspension, meaning... Don't know. Don't know when he's going to come back. But I do know this. It ain't going to be for a while. It's a minimum of this season, and Roger Goodell will have to reinstate him for next season, right? Like, he could miss time. I think that they're going to want to hear that he's taking the right steps. Maybe they have him meet with counselors. Maybe they have him uh, do that sort of thing. But before the NFL reinstates him, he's going to miss this season. Yeah. It was insanity. I want you guys to understand, it was insanity watching that. It was nuts. He crossed the line, they drew another one, he crossed that one, 
And before they could draw another one, he crossed that one. And the guy he hit, Mason Rudolph, about a month ago was knocked out cold. Not just a little cold. He was rigor mortis. He was knocked out. He was on concussion protocol. And you have a grown man swinging a helmet that he took off the quarterback and hit him. We're talking about something that was beyond dangerous. And he's lucky he didn't really connect in a way that did any damage. But what it did do was damage to the NFL. With all that is going on, the worry about concussions, the worry about all of this stuff, kids' activity in football is down tremendously because people are like, ah, you know what, the bumps and the bruises in life we can take, but brain damage is a different thing. For all of those things, this was unacceptable. There, uh, This was beyond unacceptable, what took place here. Everybody was tweeting about it last night. It led... ABC News today. Not Yovanovich. It led ABC News. Former Cardinals coach, Bruce Arians. There's no place for fighting in this game. Whether it's at practice, inter-squad practices, in games. There's just no place for it. We don't condone it. I know both those coaches very well. They don't condone it. Uh, it's a shame it happened. Uh, it's a very heated rivalry. And uh, But for it to end at the end, end of a game like that, it was a shame. Yeah, shame to say the least. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. Love hearing from you. By the way, Hulu, they got a new price. And, oh, meetings are awful. Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Chad Benson loves lemonade. No wonder his show is two parts tart to one part sweet. Time for a refill. Cheers. Another price hike for Hulu. Blessed be the fruit. The home of the Handmaid's Tale increasing the price of its Hulu with live TV product from 45 to 55 bucks a month, a 22% jump. After raising prices from 40 to $45 in January, Hulu with live TV gives viewers access to all of Hulu's content, plus live local channels and more than 60 cable channels. It's the number one service for cord cutters with more than 2.5 million subscribers. The move comes as Disney launches its Disney Plus streaming service. Disney controls Hulu and is the parent company of ABC News. The price increase goes into effect next month. Which is weird because I think you can get a bundle package now with ESPN Plus and Hulu. So that's kind of an odd thing, right? Like that's a weird thing that you would do. Netflix. The battle really is between Netflix and Disney. I don't know how some of the other ones are going to do. You know, Apple, I don't know how that's going to do. I like Hulu. I've got it. Jack loves it. He watches all of his shows on there. I was watching Hulu Hulu earlier today. I like Hulu. Uh, but, yeah, Netflix still is the king, right? And and we were talking the other day to a couple people who work at Netflix, and here's one of the things. They've got first mover advantage, right? So first mover advantage is massive. When you're able to be first and you put a great product out there, They'll always be staying power. And they and they realized it's not just about rebroadcasting other people's stuff. You gotta have your own intellectual properties. And they've done that. So uh I still don't you know, I mean, I think Netflix isn't going anywhere anytime soon. But it's uh the fact that you're raising prices, geez. Everybody's raising prices, man. Everybody's raising prices. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Menson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. Of course, today big day with all that stuff going on. The insanity of yet again more impeachment hearings. There's somebody behind the closed door right now. 
that is supposed to be somebody heard the quid pro quo. And, you, of course, today you had uh, Maria Yovanovitch out there. And then, you know, afterwards, everybody runs out and they have to do what they have to do, which is what, essentially? You defend your side of the aisle and what team you're on. Adam Schiff does what Adam Schiff does. This is a part of a, a pattern to intimidate witnesses. Um, and it's also part of a pattern to obstruct the investigation. And that's where they pushed. Again, the whole tweet thing today that, that we talked about earlier. It's like, she wouldn't have known there was a tweet had you not said anything. Do I think it's right what he did? No, and I've said it, and I'll continue to say it. In saying that, I watched some of it today uh, early on. Uh, while I was doing other things, and I had a bunch of recordings to do, and, I, and, and I've rewatched a good portion of it, I think Adam Schiff at times has been as shiffy as he, he, he really is. I think I was interrupted about six times uh, throughout the hearing. So this is just more of the ridiculous abuse of power that we're seeing from Adam Schiff. Yeah, and that's part of the problem with them trying to sell this to America, is while there may be some stuff there that people should absolutely be looking at, the reality is, is the person selling it, nobody trusts, right? Nobody trusts. He's as trustworthy as Lucy holding the football for Charlie Brown. That's the way a lot of people look at this. And I understand it. I don't trust him. And that's the problem I have with a lot of this, even though the stuff I trust what the people are saying far more than I trust what Adam Schiff is trying to do. To, to him, they're a means to an end. They just think they're doing their job and they think they're doing their due diligence for this country. And when I hear people, oh, they're horrible people, they're never Trumpers, you know, Trump comes out and does what he does, that drives me crazy. No, I think they're actually good people who are doing the things that they think they need to do and try to represent America the best way they know how. I don't think they're liars. I don't think they're awful people. I don't think any of those things. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. Love to hear from you. Meetings are the worst. You know that. I know that. Everybody knows that. How many people know that? Everyone. If your work meetings are like most people's work meetings, <sighs> you might wonder why you have them at all. <sighs> According to researchers in Sweden, the whole purpose of meetings has changed over the years. See, we're no longer actually doing or making anything concrete. So meetings have evolved as more strategists, advisors, consultants, and managers get involved. Once in meetings, employees often use the time to complain and expect their complaints to be acknowledged by colleagues. One way to actually get some things done, hold meetings between equals on the management ladder. That way people can actually discuss ideas rather than simply vent. Or don't have meetings. Like, who's with that? If you're going to have a meeting, have a meeting for a reason. Look, we're here to discuss this. We're announcing this. Or we're going to come up with an idea that is going to be implemented here now. And this is it. Like, that's where the equals come in, and maybe you'll hear an idea, too. But, like, just meetings for the sake of meetings are stupid. They're not productive. They, uh, they, they just kill flow. They kill flow. Yeah, they kill flow. You know what I mean. It's ridiculous. And I've just, I've never, I never understood that. Man, I got, got have you ever worked at a place where there's just nothing but meetings? Like, there's just, it, that's all it seems to be. Man, I've worked at places where it is it is meeting after meeting, and you start looking around, you go, wait, what the hell? How many meetings do we have to have? Well, we're going to have a meeting about the meeting. We're going to have a meeting about the meeting. Yeah, and then there's another meeting about the meeting that we just had about the meeting with the meeting. 
Oh, there's one of those? Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. So there's a meeting about the meeting about the meeting about the meeting with this meeting. It's me. Yeah, yeah. Lots of meetings. Fantastic. And then you get out and you're like, I don't even know what we're doing anymore. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. I love hearing from every single one of you. I do on this beautiful Friday. Crazy day. Between what we talked about a little while ago with that insane football game and Miles Garrett and everybody, I to somebody tweeted at me said, "Have you ever been in a situation like that?" I have been in situations where there's been fights on the field and things like that. We don't have equipment, obviously. We we didn't. But somebody else also said, "Having a couple hockey players been prosecuted for the S. I think the last one was Brashear was prosecuted." for the swinging of a stick, but there was a few others that have had uh, some legal issues before. Uh, and this this was, last night was just insane, though. Was just insane. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. What do you bet that the league had a meeting? Because, you know, but they came up with a thing because of the meeting. Chad Benson Show.